0: Hi there, Dr. Gary, Dr. Gary on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. We're dental practice brokers, and uh, we have some information to share with you today. Today's topic is going to be how a seller of a dental practice can easily turn off a buyer. and the buyer will lose interest immediately. So, we have a situation that happened this morning. I get a call from a doctor and says, look, whoever I sell my practice has to have trained at one of these two training institute schools, or programs if you want to call it, has to be trained there. I said, well, that does cut our buyers down a little bit, doctor. He says, I know, but they have to be done this way. I said, do we have any alternatives? Well, if they give some volunteer services to this organization for the past two years, maybe I'll consider it. Let's talk about that. Anyway, uh, we now have a staff of uh, 10 employees. We're in 22 states. We just opened up the Southwest, uh, Arizona. New Mexico, Colorado, Nevada. And we're excited about it. We'll be going out there very soon to see some practices. We've been uh, now in business for 12 years. And I was a dentist for 25. All the information you're about to hear is strictly for entertainment purposes. It's not uh, legal or business advice. Our phone number is 20163 0935. And our website address is dentalpracticeguide.com. dentalpracticeguide.com. So call us anytime. We're more than happy to help you. And if you have a larger office, you were thinking about selling to a DSL, please call us first because we could uh Often they will pay our commission, and sometimes we will often often sometimes get your legal fees reimbursed at closing, depending on certain criteria. But give us a call; we'd be more than happy to help you on that. So anyway, I uh, got a call this morning from the doctor, insisting if he's going to sell his practice, here's the criteria that the buyer must meet. They must be trained at a certain institute, one or two, you know, schools, one or two, the two different ones, or. Did voluntary service for two years at specific organizations. You know, I explained to him, I said, Doctor, although it is still a seller's market, when you set up criteria like that, it becomes a little challenging um, to meet your guidelines. And he just couldn't understand that. Well, why would that be so difficult? I'm not asking for much. I said, yeah, but we're cutting down a number of buyers by doing that. So let's open it up a little bit more. Uh, let's do that. I try to communicate that message. You, you have to realize once the buyer buys the practice, it's his practice. He's gonna run things the way he wants to run it. So you've gotta have some flexibility there and uh, permit him to run the office the way he would like to run it also. At the same time, I understand you may be giving him information that would help retain the patients. And I do agree with that. You know, this is the information it will take to retain all these patients, or hopefully what you dictate, if you have a fee-for-service practice, certainly. But you still can't be too strict as a seller. Don't start off that way, it just doesn't work. Now we had another seller that was adamant about certain clinical techniques. You've got to adopt his clinical technique philosophy in order for you to be successful, well, everyone has a different opinion about things. And uh, I do agree that if you practice dentistry in a certain fashion and the patients got used to it, you want to maintain continuity. But you can't be overboard because if the buyer doesn't really, is not 100% sold on that one clinical service you have, you can't be adamant that they utilize it. That doctor may have been trained elsewhere. may have different feelings about it. Got to be a little flexible. You can't dictate to a buyer how things are going to be post-closing. But you can offer your advice. You can be there as a mentor if they're acceptable to you. I will say also, I do agree, that every seller ultimately will sell to the person based if the numbers are the same, the offers are the same, or close to the same. They will sell to a buyer they feel more comfortable with this is a critical important you've got to come across probably because I've seen them sell their dental offices to some buyers at less money yes it happens because they didn't feel that they were the right fit for the practice they didn't like the person whatever it was it it just didn't fit criteria didn't fit they were uncomfortable and they said I'm not selling to them I'll sell to the other guy who's actually offered me less money because I like him that's an important point. So just remember these. There's certain turnoffs that can be done to a to a buyer. You as a seller have got to be aware of that. Alright? Well, Dr. Gary here signing off. We are heading to Florida again next week. It is freezing in New Jersey. I think it was nine degrees this morning. Dying here. So off to Florida. We have a few more practices to see and hopefully get a little warm weather in too. We look forward to speaking to you soon. Call us anytime you want information. You're a buyer, a seller. We'll give you some free information, some free advice. Let's move you forward onto the next deal. Thank you.